Stone Factory market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. After what looked like a good start to the week last week, like we were trying to get out of what we've seen as being a bear market rally, we had a rough day for our markets today, finishing near the lows of the day and seeing a lot of sectors and our major indexes falling below their 200-day moving average, uh, starting to look here like it the latest move higher was a bear market rally. But remember here, just to recap, we do remain bullish over the medium to long term for our markets here. The short-term action doesn't concern us quite as much. We'll use it as an opportunity to get some great positions at some great prices. But as of right now, we do have seven out of our 12 VRA investing screens that are bullish. So we have five bearish. Uh, and right now we do remain at short-term overbought levels on our VRA momentum oscillators here, which for us, given the backdrop that we've seen, seeing a number of indexes and sectors failing to break out of resistance, failing to get back above their 200-day moving average, uh, we see this as a tough time to say it's time to get aggressively long here. As we've said for some time, uh, this is a stock picker's market. We've seen a lot of this so far in 2022, and we think that's going to continue to remain the case. Uh, so you want to be positioned correctly in the best sectors, the most the best names in those sectors. And for us here, that continues to be commodities and value names. That's the way we see it for 2022, at least so far. Uh, to get a full breakdown of what our positions are, you can go check us out for two free weeks at VRAinsider.com. We'd love to have you with us. But as I mentioned, our markets did try and open higher today, tried to get positive until naturally the Federal Reserve, someone at the Federal Reserve had to open their mouth as a Federal Reserve Governor Lyle Brainerd really talked down the market today saying that she expects a rapid reduction in the Fed's $9 trillion balance sheet in addition to the rate hikes they've already been talking so much about and going on to say that bringing down inflation is of paramount importance to the Federal Reserve right now. So we'll have to wait and see exactly what the Fed's next action will be in their FOMC meeting later this month, but it certainly spooked our markets today. Uh, as I mentioned, major indexes fell sharply into the close, finishing near the lows of the day, and interest rates were on the rise, hitting multi-year highs for a number of our yields today, the 10-year was up nearly 6% on the day today, hitting its highest level since March 2019. Uh, and with that, we no longer have an inverted two, twos and 10-year curve. Uh, we do still have a few other of our yield curves that are inverted uh, right now. So we'll see if we're able to get out of that. But the inversion has already happened. So uh, we'll, time will tell whether or not this will be one of the cases uh, that leads to a recession. As we've talked about here, before every recession, there is an inversion, but not after every inversion is there a recession. Uh, but it is 
a fairly high probability indicator. But in the shorter term and medium term, markets after an inversion tend to rally. I think the average, uh, I have to go back and double check my numbers. Why not just pull that up really fast from last week as we were talking about this. Um, where is this? Here we go. So since 1977, the twos and tens have inverted seven times. A year later after the inversion, the S&P averages 11.8% higher. That's 12 months later. But in the last four times is really where it gets impressive as the S&P has jumped on average of 28% before the ultimate peak. So like I said, it does signal recessions, but it's not always the worst thing for the market over the medium term here. Uh, but again, we continue to be, be bullish over the medium to long term and really bullish on commodities, energy, and other value names. And we're seeing that not just in the commodity names, in value names, but if you look at international um, economies, countries that are commodity rich nations, they have by far been our best performers in 2022. Just another example of the strength that we see in commodity and value right now. Mexico just hit an all-time high yesterday. Brazil hitting its highest level in two years. Latin America also hitting its highest levels in two years. And Saudi Arabia also right at an all-time high right now as well. And no doubt that if the Russian uh, indexes and names had not been so have not been so restrict, excuse me, restricted in their trading then they would likely be on par with that as well. But with the restriction in trading, you would expect some of that cash flow to be going to some of the countries that I just mentioned. Uh, so we continue to see value plays and commodity names will continue to be the biggest winners here. But looking at our US markets on the day, as I mentioned, we did finish near the lows of the day. We were led lower by the Russell 2000, small caps down 2.36% to 2046. We were followed there by the NASDAQ down 2.26% to 14,204. And this is really probably some of the most bearish action here. We saw the NASDAQ 100 has tried to get above its 200 day a couple of times here. Actually got back above it yesterday as well, but another failed attempt here as it fell back below its 200 day moving average today. We also saw the semis down a big. 4.3% on the day, not what you want to see. You want to see tech and the semis leading the way, not leading the way lower like we're seeing now. But the semis really actually were looking good, got back above their 200-day moving average for a couple of sessions uh, before falling back below, which is exactly why for the VRA investing system, we like to see seven days of action above the 200-day moving average as confirmation that the move higher is real. We just did not get that. Uh, next up here is the S&P 500 down 1.26% to 4,525. And lastly, the Dow down 8 tenths of 1% to 34,641. Looking at our internals on the day, also not the kind of numbers you want to see. Declining stocks, beating out advancing stocks over 4 to 1 negative today on the NYSE, just under 3 to 1 negative for the NASDAQ. New 52-week highs to lows were able to come in positive 
for the NYSE. We've seen some good action from 52-week highs and lows in the NYSE for the last week or so now, but roughly 2 to 1 negative for the NASDAQ. Lastly here, volume coming in just over 3 to 1 negative for both the NYSE and the NASDAQ. Looking at our sectors on the day today, we finished with four out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day, uh, and really not a whole lot higher though. But utilities, which some of you may find surprising because utilities are the biggest borrowers in the nation, but really bucking the trend of higher interest rates here, you would expect with higher interest rates and being that they are such big borrowers that this would hit them, but utilities hit another all-time high today. Not a big up 0.67%, uh, but still very interesting action there. We're followed there by healthcare, consumer staples, and then real estate, which real estate as a sector has held up much better than housing and the home builders have, which we like to see. Housing is a major factor for the VRA investing system. Uh, and we can't say the same for home builders and the housing index right now, which is a bearish indicator for the VRA investing system. Uh, home builders right at their 52 week low today and the housing index HGX also hitting a 52 week low as well. So that's another reason why we see this as a bear market rally. Right now we wanna see the action in the home builders and housing improve from here. Our laggers on the day were consumer discretionary, then no surprise with technology uh, and followed there by energy and industrials. Finally for today, our VRA commodity watch, gold now down just over 7 tenths of 1% to $1,920 an ounce. Silver down about 8 tenths of 1% to $24.39 an ounce. Copper down 0.37% to $4.76 a pound. And oil trying to hang on here to $100 a barrel, but down, now down about 2.5% on the day, basically at $100 a barrel exactly right now. And lastly for today, Bitcoin was higher earlier today, now down slightly uh, by 6 tenths of 1% to $46,010 a Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.